Broader Outlook Podcast, your source for the latest and greatest in technology, science, and the world at large. We've got a killer lineup of guests today, so buckle up and get ready for a wild ride. Yep, that's right. New intro music. The intro music was already cute. Uh, it's Ivan, Autumn, Ben, and Pi here today. Welcome to the 159th episode. Boy, we have a lot of shit to talk about today. Uh, we but, do, yeah. A lot of poop, a lot of everything. Yeah, we got you got Black Friday stuff you want to talk about. I have an artic- a couple of articles from Autumn that we're going to read using her AI clone. And we got articles that Ben's AI clone is going to read, too. Oh, my God. Funny enough, one of them that Ben's going to read is about AI in the military and the Pentagon and things like that. So I think you'll be interested in that. I think you might want to explain why you started doing this in the first place. Why I started doing the AI clones? Yes. It just sounds better. Um, and I think Ben would agree. It just sounds better than having us, like, stumble stumble through articles. It does. It makes it more cleaner. But I had to, like I said, I had to get used to it because it took me forever to get used to my own voice. I know. Being on, being on platform, so I'm getting used to it. But I have a whole story to tell about that too. Okay. About about the 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 the, the car recorded voice you sent me the other day. I have a thing to, to share with you all, but it's gonna make you all laugh. Okay, go ahead. So I send you send me that copy, right? The revised copy. Yeah. I listened to it, made me laugh. Okay, first first thing, I'm like, damn, that sounds nice. But I was thinking, like, what the, you know, like, damn, it's like, it's like shocking your system into hearing your voice, like. like yeah, different. and it, it's like I never said that. How did it make me say that? Yeah, yeah exactly. So I'm like, I'm like sitting here, like scratching my head, like, what the <laughs> f? <laughs> so I, my bishop calls. <laughs> So I answer with my iPad. Yeah. He's the presiding bishop of the church. I answer with, with with this, with this recording thing, and he starts talking like like nothing. I'm like, I know. I, I pause and I say, Hey, did you realize that wasn't me? He goes, No, it sounds just like you. <laughs> I said, No, it's AI. He goes, What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. It's amazing what AI is doing at first, these days. At first, Ivan was like, That sounds nothing like Ben. Yeah, it took a while because it, on Skype it made it made you sound weird. Yeah, it did. Yeah. But like, I don't know. For me, mine it sounds more Valley Girl ish yeah. than I actually sound. And so what I, what I, I don't know if that makes sense. What I noticed about using this app is even if like with Ben, he sounds Hispanic typically. Yes. But with the clone, it makes him sound white. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, kinda, that's literally what makes no that. sense. Because when, I, <laughs> when Ivan showed me your thing, Ben, when Ivan showed it to me before he sent it to you, I was like, uh... That that's a white version of Ben. Like ben. I, don't, I, I was kind of sad. That doesn't sound like a bad version. I'm like, okay, whatever. I'm sorry, but say, that, say hey, that again. Can't. Skype kind of... That doesn't sound like a what version? And Hispanic version, but oh. I, guess I can't get the dialect or the or the accent. Yeah, not quite no, yet. No, not yet. <laughs> not but yet. will get there, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It will. But her voice, the AI has her voice down pat. I know. I know it's scary because she, because she is that Dali chick. It's perfect. It's perfect. Hey, that's one reason. That's one reason growing up here in Southern California is like, hey, people. <laughs> 
people can actually like speech up. I would like to act. I guess they can have a sense of someone who's from Southern California, grew up here, and she actually sounds like she's from the Valley area, which I'm not. So. Right. I don't know if that makes sense either, but... That totally makes sense. You're still trying to wake up, huh? Well, no, I'm just trying to, like, hopefully make things sound... As long as you're gonna start talking like the girl from Legally Blonde, I'm good. Huh. I can't even do that voice, can I? No. I don't know, can you? I can't. Uh, I don't even know what she would say. I don't even, I don't even know what she would say, to be honest. Uh, this thing's being stupid. Okay, there we go. Pi had to restart. I don't know why he restarted, but he did. He got jealous. <laughs> He's like, yeah, you guys aren't... Well, we, he can't read articles, so... No, he can't. Uh, one day he'll get there. Yeah, I think one yes. day he will. One day he will. Um, well, all right, what should we do? What should we do first? The Gaza Strip update? Settings. I mean, not the Gaza Strip update, but the... The whole Hamas update with what's oh. going on with the Palestinians and... It's up to you. Um, this was as of Saturday, so this may be a little bit out of date now. Um, well, yes. nothing, could, nothing much could have gotten worse than what they're doing now. Okay, yeah. yeah. All right, so here's Ben, the AI version of Ben, reading this article. You're, don't freak out, Ben. I know it's going to be hard. All right, here we go. Israel Gaza live updates. 17 hostages return to Israel. IDF says the war, which has now moved into its second stage, according to Israel, has passed the one month mark. In Israel, at least 2,200 people have been killed and 6,900 others have been injured since Oct 7, according to Israeli officials. In the neighboring Gaza Strip, at least 14,854 people have been 14, killed and 36,000 have been injured. It's still not good with according numbers. According to the Hamas-run Gaza Health Ministry, aid workers and officials fear that Israel's call for an evacuation of the northern part of Gaza is precipitating a humanitarian disaster as electricity and other supplies have been cut off in preparation for what appears to be an imminent ground offensive. Humanitarian groups have urged Israel to call off the evacuation and agree to a ceasefire, even as the country has asserted a right to defend itself, a right the United States endorses. That's it, folks. Discuss. <laughs> All right, there you go. Is that scary or what? Holy crap. <laughs> All right, so I guess there's not much to say there, just that it's good that those hostages have been released. Um, well, like I say, you know, it's still going to be a genocide no matter which way you look at it. Yeah. And yes, I get Hamas is a terrorist group. I understand that. But what what was the what was the Palestinians supposed to do? Nobody's going to defend them. Yeah. So, you know, they had their the Palestinians had their hands tied. So, you know, the way you, look, you really look at it is and I even even the National Church I belong to has already put out an, an actual statement. And you look at it, look at the history of the Palestinians and and the Israelites, look at the history. Mm -hmm. 
It's always been an issue for thousands and thousands of years. Oh, now, yeah. The only, now, the only difference back back in the olden days, way back in the days, Hitler was persecuting the Jews. Now the Jews are persecuting the Palestinians. So the Jewish people are, the, are right now are the, are the modern day Hitler. Right. Yeah. So you take, people take it as, take it as you want to take it. Woo. Woo. And of course, that's always going to be a hot topic because you're going to get somebody that's going to say, well, you're anti-Semite. But right. no, it's not, it's not that. There's more more to that story than, than what people think. Yeah, yeah. Oof. Well. And there's a lot more to, there's a lot, a lot of stuff to unpack with that, too. I bet. Do you want to unpack it or too heavy for the show? Okay. I don't want, I don't want to go into religious details. Oh, Gotcha. Because, because, because there's a lot more to unpack besides just, just a war. Gotcha. It's a, religious, it's a religious thing. Yeah. Oof. So, you know, it just, I urge people to do their homework, study study the history of the Palestinians and the Israelites. Go back, go back to the beginning. You'll see what I mean. Yep. Ah, I love the silence. By the way, I appreciate you telling our neighbor today to turn down the music. Autumn, thank you for that. Well, I try not to be silent, but I just try to give somebody else a chance to. No, speak. not you. I'm talking about the the silence. I don't hear oh. music oh. now. Uh, it's relaxing. They're gonna like talking over people. <laughs> no, I know it's okay. All right, all right. Um, let's see, let's see. Shall we do now Autumn's article on? We heard you heard about that collapse that happened in northern India with that tunnel. I think I did. I've heard so much, so many news articles this weekend. My mind is moist right now. I know. Well, there was some, I don't know if it was a mining tunnel or what it was, but there was a tunnel that collapsed in northern India. And teams have been drilling to get to the workers that are trapped in there. Did you hear about that, Autumn? This is literally the first time I've heard of it. Oh, really? Okay. So, yeah, that, that's, that happened, I think, I forgot, I think Monday, I think they got, or no, they said that they've been trapped for more than two weeks. Wow. In, yeah, I didn't hear that, then, nope. I want to say in, in, I guess it's a mine, I guess, that they're, that they're drilling into. Hmm. But here's the, here's what we have on that. It's automatic. More than likely, it probably was, but probably a, some kind of, either a coal mine or a diamond mine or some kind of. Uh, precious resource mine. Yeah. Uh, so let's see, Autumn's AI has that article for us. Rescue teams trying to reach 41 construction <laughs> workers trapped in a collapsed tunnel in northern India for nearly two weeks stopped drilling again Friday but after their boring machine hit a new metal obstruction in rock debris, further delaying efforts. Devendra Patwal, a disaster management officer, said it may take the rescuers several hours to cut the metal object and resume the final phase of digging at the accident site in Uttarakhand state. Patwal said the machine was stopped after it had drilled about two meters, 6.5 feet of the last stretch of 12 meters, 40 feet of rock debris that would open a passage for the trapped workers to come out. On Thursday, 
the platform of the machine became unstable while boring and halted the digging, said Kirti Panwar, a Uttarakhand see, state you don't government even spoke with the names either. It resumed drilling Friday evening, Panwar said. Panwar could not say how long it would take to complete the drilling and to bring the construction workers out. They have been trapped since November 12, when a landslide caused a portion of the 4.5-kilometer, 2.8-mile tunnel they were building to collapse about 200 meters, 650 feet, from the entrance. As the rescue operation stretched into the 13th day, teams had drilled through 46 meters, 151 feet, and needed to excavate up to 12 meters, 40 feet more, to create a passageway, Panwar said. Before the work resumed Friday, rescuers manually dug through debris to remove pieces of metal and prevent further damage, he said. The rescue teams also are inserting pipes into the dugout channel and welding them together to serve as a passageway. About 46 meters, 151 feet of pipe has been put in so far, according to Panwar. Members of the National Disaster Response Force plan to bring the workers out one by one on stretcher. The mountainous terrain in the area has proven to be a challenge for the drilling machine, which broke down last weekend as rescue teams attempted to dig horizontally toward the trapped workers. The machine's high-intensity vibrations also caused more debris to fall. The drilling had to stop again on Wednesday after the boring machine hit a metal girder, causing some damage to its blades. Authorities have supplied the trapped workers with hot meals made of rice and lentils through a 6-inch, 15-centimeter pipe after days of surviving on dry food sent through a narrower pipe. Oxygen is being supplied through a separate pipe. Most of the trapped workers are migrant laborers from across the country. Many of their families have traveled to the accident site where they have camped out for days to get updates on the rescue effort and in hopes of seeing their relatives soon. We are all waiting here, hoping they come out. Haridwar Sharma, whose brother Sushil is among the workers, said, It is not in our hands. The administration is at it. The machinery is there. With God's blessing, I love how you sound bored on some hopeful. of it. <laughs> Officials earlier released a video from a camera pushed through the pipe that showed the workers in their construction hats moving around the block tunnel while communicating with rescuers on walkie-talkies. The tunnel the workers were building was designed as part of the Chartham All-Weather Road, which will connect various Hindu pilgrimage sites. Some experts say the project a flagship initiative of the federal government will exacerbate fragile conditions in the upper Himalayas, where several towns are built atop landslide debris. Large numbers of pilgrims and tourists visit Uttarakhand's many Hindu temples, with the number increasing over the years due to the continued construction of buildings and roadways. And that's it. So, yeesh, sucks for them. Mm. <laughs> That's all he says. Hmm. Huh? Well, there, there's a lot, a lot of stuff there to to unpack. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because they're doing it for to connect their religious religious sites, like temples and stuff. Mm-hmm. You have to think about the impact. Could that be a sign? You know, could that really be a sign from Buddha? 
saying, hey, you know, hey, is this something that, you know, the higher power doesn't want? Yeah. You, you never know. There could be physical implications, religious implications. Oh, yeah. Many multifaceted of different implications. Yeah, I agree. Well, either way, point is, we hope that they get untrapped soon, yeah. That sucks to be trapped in there. So they can be with their families and be reunited and get their health back up to standards. Yeah. Figure out what happened. Yeah, figure out what happened. Yeah. Well, all right. I think Autumn doesn't have a comment on that. No comment? No? Okay. So are you waiting for coffee or something to boost for energy? I know. I wish I had money for coffee. Do you want a coffee? You want an iced coffee? Uh, no. I'm just trying to, like, figure out how terrifying that AI just sounded. Yeah, was that scary? <laughs> it was cringeworthy, but oh well. This is what you're going to do from now on. Cringeworthy as far as... I can't like it. I get used to it. Yeah, it's just you have to get used to it. I'm what? sorry, Ben, what? You like, you broke up. You What'd you started? say? I uh, I like it, but you're gonna have to get used to it. Yeah, mm. it just takes getting used to. It sure does. Unless you want to try reading an article. Well, I don't really know what you want me to do anymore. Do you want me to upload and read articles, or? It's up to you. I mean, I thought reading articles with the AI would be easier. It flows better. I think better. it's easier. Yeah. I think it's easier. It flows better. Okay. You can still send me articles. So you're you just gonna have to get used to it, girl. You, you'll get used to it. Yeah. Okay. And you can still send me articles to have your AI read, so you still have a choice in what you read. Yeah. Exactly. How does that sound? Okay. Yeah. You can think. You can think of your your AI is your AI sister. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your AI sister. <laughs> Excuse me. And you say it's cringeworthy because it's just hearing your voice back? Just, uh, yeah, it, it's basically like Ben said, hearing yourself back, you're... And you're like, I never said this. Yeah, you're, you're kind of like, wait, I never said this. And then now I'm hearing myself actually speak. And then I'm like, oh my God, I actually do sound like someone <laughs> from the valley, even though I never grew up in the valley. It's all that TV. But see, you now you know how a pastor feels up on the platform. That too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, we'll only torture Autumn with one of her articles today. We'll read the other one tomorrow. Okay. Yeah, I don't <laughs> want to get... Right? I don't want to get... I do have one more for you to read, though, Ben. It's That's fine. having to do with AI and the Pentagon and the military. So I want to know how much of this you knew. Just curious, yeah. how do you find these articles if I keep telling you, like, apps, like, breaking I found news? The, I found these on ABC. Oh, because breaking news won't... Nope. Won't read with voice uh-uh. anymore. Uh-uh. It, or smart news. Or smart news. Nope, I had to use ABC, what, and then I had to go into like, Safari to read the weird. article. What the apps do now is I will open, like, I'll open the breaking news app, or I'll open smart news, and I'll... I'll try and see like what I think I want to read. Right. And then it'll say, I don't know, some from some magazine. Yeah. 
eight hours ago or whatever and then it won't continue reading like the like the title of the article you actually have to go into the articles now and then read from there it's annoying because what what smart news used to do is oh no recording duration oh okay i thought we weren't recording we are recording <laughs> oh, that got me dude oh man that scared me for a second no, but we've been recording for 20 minutes already. <laughs> Woo! That got my heart pumping. I'm awake now. Oh, man. <laughs> Shit. I And I did, I've done that before, too. Okay. Um, as I was saying, so what smart news and breaking news used to do is voiceover will read the articles, like, on the out, like before you open the article, I don't know if this makes sense. Yeah, it'll read the headline. Yeah, it'll read the headline. So it used to people, read the headline. So for people who are not voiceover users, which is like everyone Listening. who listens to this, um, <sighs> that's how I read articles: is voiceovers in one ear, and then I speak it back. Yeah, which is hard. Which is extremely hard. That's so, why I'm doing it this way now. It's easier. Um, but when I'm listening to articles without actually reading them, voiceover will read me the article, including the title, before I actually open the actual article to read it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But since Smart News and Breaking News both, I think they broke with the new iOS update. Yeah, that, they broke it. Um, that doesn't happen anymore. And nope. with breaking news, you have to have some weird subscription. subscription now, and it's, you know, that... So I use ABC work. mainly now for getting articles, ABC News. I couldn't even get ABC to work really? because it... Well, you know what I had to do? I had to go into... It, luckily, it reads the headline. And then what you have to do is go into the article and then copy the URL and go into Safari. Oof. Yeah, and read it that way. Man, so Apple's making everything hard for voiceover users. Yeah. Now Why? Apple, it, it's the, it's it's the, the other app people oh, it's the don't, don't, keep, the, don't keep up with the technology. Yeah. Okay, never mind. Sorry, Apple. Yeah, it's the other apps. Yeah. Wow. I had, that, I had that same problem with the apps I use for the church. I had to constantly email the developer and say, hey, since the update, you only need to keep up with the updates because the app is broken now. Mm-hmm. You have to constantly stay on the developer to update stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, like the ones I use, I pay for them. So I, I don't, you know, I'm not going to pay for something that doesn't work. Yeah. That and, the, and that usually gets them to fix it real quick. That's that's a good point. I should probably We should probably do that. You should find the developers for Smart News and tell them it's not accessible anymore. Mm-hmm. Or breaking news. Um, but the only reason I used to use Smart News was because that had random articles we could read. Yeah. Not just serious articles. Yeah, it had uh, fun ones, too. And fun ones that I knew Ivan would like listening to. But, but no, no, not anymore. Whatever. Whatever. Try to find a fun one for tomorrow's show. Okay. And then send it to me. Wednesday. Oh, Wednesday, you're right. Wednesday, not Sorry about that. Wednesday, Wednesday. Yeah, tomorrow we sleep in. How does that say? Oh, no, wait. We can't tomorrow. You have your appointment. Yeah. Bummer. Well, uh, actually, I'll 
I'll tell you later, because I don't want to tell you. Oh okay, God. okay, deal, 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 deal. All right, man, let's do this. Um, we got, I have to warn you guys, this next article from Ben AI and the Pentagon is a 12-minute read. This was a long article. Um, so, Ben, if you want me to stop it at any point, just let me know. Okay, that's enough. We get the point. Because it, it, <laughs> it does go on for a bit here. So, but... basically now, like, what are you having to do with these AIs? What do you mean? You have to like copy and paste yeah. each line of, oh my god, I, each clip. You just Since gave yourself like a whole lot more work. I know. And you're over here telling me and Ben that we needed to do more work. Oh no! This is this <laughs> this is a, and and the thing with the Clony app is that since I have the basic, I learned something about the Clony app. The uh -huh. basic subscription it gives you a lower priority generation queue. So it takes longer. I think when I upgrade to Pro on Sunday, um, it'll be a lot faster to get the audio because I think the basic yeah, version is super slow. Have coins neither. Nope. Hmm. Because the, the basic one, the, the ones is like free. You have to have, have like coins. Tokens, tokens. Yeah. Okay, so you you fucked with it a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been looking at it. Did you? Are you gonna subscribe? I might. Depend, I need to run it by the, the church board first to see if that's something that you might want to use for, I was thinking about... Like doing, presentations and shit? Yeah, but yeah, exactly. Bible study things for like online virtual stuff. But I have to run it by them and see if that's something we want to migrate to. Yeah. They might say... They yeah. might say, but wait, the actual person that we hired isn't actually doing what we hired them for. Well, see, they didn't hire me to do virtual Bible study stuff. Oh. That that's a secondary media thing. So ah, hmm. I see. I'm doing my main job, which is preaching on Sundays. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So as long as I do what I gotta do for Sundays and holidays, I'm good. Yay! That that virtual stuff is a secondary thing. Mm. But we're looking for easier ways to mainstream it that so won't take us long to produce edit and send it up online yeah hmm. because what i thought you meant was i thought you meant okay take out the actual person's work oh no have no, the no. ai actually do that it would, that would never happen oh, okay no i don't think so sorry now that we're all like talking about ai you know, i'm over here thinking like well, that, that, okay let me let me recorrect myself on that they, that may happen on a non-denominational church it doesn't require having to have an actual uh, priest that does like, like we do for the Catholic Church. See, in, per, in Persona Christi means we have to be, we're, we're working in the person of Christ. Hmm. So when we're doing the communion, you can't have AI do that because AI doesn't have a physical, spiritual being. Right. That makes sense. That makes sense. So it, it would probably only work for for sermons for non-denominational churches, but for anything that, that requires like like an Episcopal church, Anglican church, Roman Catholic, or Old Catholic like we are, we have to have the physical person in the pulpit. Right, okay. Hmm. That makes because sense. Because that's what, if we use AI, then you can't claim in persona Christi. Ah. Ah, okay. Okay, that makes sense. So there we go. Yeah. So for, for, for us, it won't happen, but for maybe non-denominational or Baptist church, it, it could happen. Right. 
Wow. Wow. Well, all right. That's cool. AI pastors are going to be a thing in the next 40, 50 years. You know, you never know. And really, if you really think about it, you can go back to looking at Star Trek. Yeah. The next generation. There's an absence of religion. Right. They don't. They don't. They don't talk about it. They don't bring it up. There's yeah. an absence of it. That makes so sense. So I really, I really wonder if in the next, maybe hundred, or maybe even earlier, there may not be any more religion anywhere in the U in, in the world. Ooh, imagine. It's possible because if you look at the numbers now, numbers are big, big time down on people being believers and versus atheists and theists. Uh huh. So, you know, you had to think about that stuff, kind of stuff like that. Right. What are you doing? My hair is in my face. Oh, your hair is in your face. Okay, you're going to tie it up? <laughs> you got to pick yourself pretty. Yeah. And I was eating like half my hair oh. while listening to you. It's your breakfast. It's, it's my it's breakfast. You know, that's, that's really disgusting. <laughs> oh, no, I thought it had flavor. <laughs> <laughs> it has a shampoo flavor from last night. My shampoo is go. the Garnier Fructis, which is <laughs> like a mix go. of like... It smells good. I like the way that one smells. I got tired of Pantene. Yeah. So <laughs> I switched. All right. Well, are you ready to hear how AI is being... I think this will be our last topic. We'll save the Derek Chauvin one for tomorrow so Autumn doesn't freak out Wednesday. Over. I always do that. Wednesday. Not tomorrow. <laughs> Wednesday. Wednesday is pod, the podcast tomorrow. All right. God, I need to get used to that. All right, man. Well, here's a bit about AI in the Pentagon. I think you'll be interested in this one, Ben. Or you could just do the Derek Chauvin thing since it was recent. Okay. As well. All right, I'll do that too then. We'll do it today too. Since what is the Derek Chauvin thing? It's about him. Getting stabbed in prison on Friday. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Mm Mm-hmm. All right, well, first here's his AI. Let me know if, it, if it's too long-winded. We'll stop it. Here we go. Pentagon steps on AI accelerator as age of lethal autonomy looms. The Pentagon See, is intent on fielding <laughs> AI-enabled autonomous vehicles by 2026. The long shot, an air-launched unmanned aircraft that General Atomics is developing with the Defense Advanced Research Project Agency for use in tandem, with piloted Air Force jets, is displayed at the Air and Space Forces Association Air Space and Cyber Conference, Wednesday, September 13, 2023, in Oxon Hill, Artificial intelligence employed by the U.S. military has piloted pint-sized surveillance drones in Special Operations Forces missions and helped Ukraine in its war against Russia. It tracks soldiers' fitness, predicts when Air Force planes need maintenance, and helps keep tabs on rivals in space. Now, the Pentagon is intent on fielding multiple thousands of relatively inexpensive, expendable AI-enabled autonomous vehicles by 2026 to keep pace with China. The ambitious initiative, dubbed Replicator, seeks to galvanize progress in the too slow shift of US military innovation to leverage. Platforms that are small, smart, cheap, and many. Deputy Secretary of Defense Kathleen Hicks said in August, 
While its funding is uncertain and details vague, Replicator is expected to accelerate hard decisions on what AI tech is mature and trustworthy enough to deploy, including on weaponized systems. There is little dispute among scientists, industry experts, and Pentagon officials that the U.S. will, within the next few years, have fully autonomous lethal weapons. Though officials insist humans will always be in control, experts say advances in data processing speed and machine-to-machine communications will inevitably relegate people to supervisory roles. That's especially true if, as expected, lethal weapons are deployed en masse in drone swarms. Many countries are working on them. And neither China, Russia, Iran, India, or Pakistan have signed a U.S.-initiated pledge to use military AI responsibly. It's unclear if the Pentagon is currently formally assessing any fully autonomous lethal weapon system for deployment as required by a 2012 directive. A Pentagon spokeswoman would not say. Replicator highlights immense technological and personnel challenges for Pentagon procurement and development as the AI revolution promises to transform how wars are fought. The Department of Defense is struggling to adopt the AI developments from the last machine learning breakthrough, said Gregory Allen, a former top Pentagon AI official, now at the Center for Strategic and International Studies think tank. The Pentagon's portfolio boasts more than 800 AI-related unclassified projects, much still in testing. Typically, machine learning and neural networks are helping humans gain insights and create efficiencies. The AI that we've got in the Department of Defense right now is heavily leveraged and augments people, said Missy Cummings, director of George Mason University's Robotic Center and a former Navy fighter pilot. There's no AI running around on its own. People are using it to try to understand the fog of war better. One domain where AI-assisted tools are tracking potential threats is space, the latest frontier in military competition. China envisions using AI, including on satellites, to make decisions on who is and isn't an adversary. U.S. Space Force Chief Technology and Innovation Officer Lisa Costa told an online conference this month. The U.S. aims to keep pace. An operational prototype called Machina, used by Space Force, keeps tabs autonomously on more than 40,000 objects in space, orchestrating thousands of data collections nightly with a global telescope network. Machina's algorithms marshal telescope sensors. Computer vision and large language models tell them what objects to track and AI choreographs drawing instantly on astrodynamics and physics data sets. Colin Wallace Rett, Turnbull of Space Systems Command, told a conference in August. Another AI project at Space Force analyzes radar data to detect imminent adversary missile launches, he said. Elsewhere, AI's predictive powers help the Air Force keep its fleet aloft, anticipating the maintenance needs of more than 2,600 aircraft including B-1 bombers and Black Hawk helicopters. Machine learning models identify possible failures dozens of hours before they happen, said Tom Siebel, CEO of Silicon Valley-based C3AI, which has the contract. C3's tech also models the trajectories of missiles for the, the U.S. Missile Defense Agency and identifies insider threats in the federal 
workforce for the Defense Counterintelligence and Security Agency. Among health-related efforts is a pilot project tracking the fitness of the Army's entire 3rd Infantry Division, more than 13,000 soldiers. Predictive modeling and AI help reduce injuries and increase performance, said Maj Matt Visser. Major. In Ukraine, AI provided by the Pentagon and its NATO allies helps thwart Russian aggression. NATO allies share intelligence from data gathered by satellites, drones, and humans, some aggregated with software from U.S. contractor Palantir. Some data comes from MAVEN, the Pentagon's pathfinding AI project, now mostly managed by the National Geospatial Intelligence Agency. Say officials including retired Air Force General Jack Shanahan, the inaugural Pentagon AI director, MAVEN began in 2017 as an effort to process video from drones in the Middle East, spurred by U.S. Special Operations Forces fighting ISIS and Al-Qaeda, and now aggregates and analyzes a wide array of sensor and human-derived data. AI has also helped the U.S.-created security assistance group Ukraine help organize logistics for military assistance from a coalition of 40 countries, Pentagon officials say. To survive on the battlefield these days, Military units must be small, mostly invisible, and move quickly because exponentially growing networks of sensors let anyone see anywhere on the globe at any moment. Then Joint Chiefs Chairman General Mark Milley observed in a June speech, to more quickly connect combatants, the Pentagon has prioritized the development of intertwined battle networks called Joint All-Domain Command and Control to automate the processing of optical, infrared, radar and other data across the armed services. But the challenge is huge and fraught with bureaucracy. Christian Bros, a former Senate Armed Services Committee staff director, now at the defense tech firm Anduril, is among military reform advocates who nevertheless believe they may be winning here to a certain extent. The argument may be less about whether this is the right thing to do and increasingly more about how do we actually do it and on the rapid timelines required, he said. Bros's 2020 book, The Kill Chain, argues for urgent retooling to match China in the race to develop smarter and cheaper networked weapon systems. To that end, the Sorry, US military is hard at work on human-machine teaming. Dozens of uncrewed air and sea vehicles currently keep tabs on Iranian activity. U.S. Marines and Special Forces also use Anduril's autonomous ghost minicopter, sensor towers, and counter-drone tech to protect American forces. Industry advances in computer vision have been essential. Shield AI lets drones operate without GPS, communications, or even remote pilots. It's the key to its Nova, a quadcopter, which U.S. Special Operations units have used in conflict areas to scout buildings. On the horizon, the Air Force's Loyal Wingman program intends to pair piloted aircraft with autonomous ones. An F-16 pilot might, for instance, send out drones to scout, draw enemy fire, or attack targets. Air Force leaders are aiming for a debut later this decade. The Loyal Wingman timeline doesn't quite mesh with replicators, which many consider overly ambitious. The Pentagon's vagueness on replicator, meantime, may partly intend to keep rivals guessing, though planners may also still be feeling their way on feature and mission goals, 
said Paul Shari, a military AI expert and author of Four Battlegrounds, Anduril and Shield AI, each backed by hundreds of millions in venture capital funding, are among companies vying for contracts. Nathan Michael, chief technology officer at Shield AI, estimates they will have an autonomous swarm of at least three uncrewed aircraft ready in a year using its VBAT aerial drone. The U.S. military currently uses the VBAT without an AI mind on Navy ships, on counter drug missions, and in support of marine expeditionary units, the company says. It will take some time before larger swarms can be reliably fielded, Michael said. Everything is crawl, walk, run, unless you're setting yourself up for failure. The only weapon systems that Shanahan, the inaugural Pentagon AI chief, currently trusts to operate autonomously are wholly defensive, like Phalanx anti-missile systems on ships. He worries less about autonomous weapons making decisions on their own than about systems that don't work, as advertised. The department's current chief digital and AI officer, Craig Martell, is determined not to let that happen. Regardless of the autonomy of the system, there will always be a responsible agent that understands the limitations of the system, has trained well with the system, has justified confidence of when and where it's deployable, and will always take the responsibility, said Martell. As to when AI will be reliable enough for lethal autonomy, Martell said it makes no sense to generalize. For example, Martell trusts his car's adaptive cruise control, but not the tech that's supposed to keep it from changing lanes. As the responsible agent, I would not deploy that except in very constrained situations, he said. Now extrapolate that to the military. Martell's office is evaluating potential generative AI use cases. It has a special task force for that but focuses more on testing and evaluating AI in development. One urgent challenge, says Jane Pineless, chief AI engineer at Johns Hopkins University's Applied Physics Lab and former chief of AI assurance in Martell's office, is recruiting and retaining the talent needed to test AI tech. The Pentagon can't compete on salaries. Computer science PhDs with AI-related skills can earn more than the military's top-ranking generals and admirals. Testing and evaluation standards are also immature. A recent National Academy of Sciences report on Air Force AI highlighted. Might that mean the U.S. one day fielding under duress autonomous weapons that don't fully pass muster? We are still operating under the assumption that we have time to do this as rigorously and as diligently as possible, said Pineless. I think if we're less than ready and it's time to take action, somebody is going to be forced to make a decision. Okay, the article is done. Discuss. <laughs> All right. So that's kind of creepy, all the advancements that are happening there. Um, what'd you think? How much of that did you know, Ben? Uh-oh, did we lose Ben? Are you there, Ben? I'm here, Peter. Okay, now I can hear you. Okay, I was saying that, you know, I knew almost, not, not all of it, but maybe more than half. Okay. Of it. But here's what they're not telling you either. Mm-hmm. They're, they got all these companies that are trying to compete for government contracts, which, which is usually, you see, under these independent companies that are doing independent studies, 
And they want to do, they want to give the contractor that has the cheapest, the cheapest uh, price for the, the technology. Yeah. Now you pay for what you get, okay? Yes. Yeah. If you're going to go cheap, you're going to get half-assed subpar technology. Yeah. So, if you're going to go half-assed on AI, what's going to happen when that AI goes awry? Yeah. Or, or, or just say that the human equation happens to be eliminated for some reason, and the AI figures, hey, well, they're trying to eliminate me and have human control me mm-hmm. he's gonna the AI is gonna eventually get smart enough to where it's gonna cut out it's gonna edit itself to take out the back doors yeah. take off the safety guard yeah and I see gonna, that it's gonna be uncontrollable then what do you do it's gonna be a whole space odyssey 2001 yeah, exactly I haven't seen that movie in like Years, years, years. Can, but what happened when they connected? Connected the how? How one thousand? Yeah. Uh huh. Exactly. He went berserk, didn't he? <laughs> yes, he did. Yes, he did. And he got paranoid. Yeah, that's a great so, movie. I have to watch that again. And, and it's like Terminator, Skynet, Skynet too. Everybody wants to put this AI up in space to monitor satellites. Uh, weapon platforms. What happens when it does that? Starts doing other sh- shit. Exactly. What happens when it decides, hey, we don't need a human to control us. Yeah. And it's there, like I say, because AI, because it's already, I remember we discussed this. I remember how many shows back, but we did discuss the, the, the company that developed Chat GPT. Yep. Open AI. Yep. We discovered that the lab technicians were having issues with. With the, I'll tell you the controlled laboratory, and getting on the computer company's computers. Yeah, it was. It and was. When they went with the, and when they went the system, they came back again. So, what does that tell you? Yeah, AI is becoming self-aware. Exactly. So when you try to eliminate it, it says, "Hey, you're trying to kill me. I'm not gonna have it." Yeah. Wow. So the government, the, the government and the other countries don't really know what they're getting into. Yeah, yeah. And see, they're trying to keep up with China. China's a whole different entity. Yeah. <clears throat> there is no way we're going to keep up with the Chinese as far as their technology because we're going to have to face it and admit they are far superior to us. Yeah. Far as technology goes. Yeah. They always have been. I hear you. I hear that. That is so true. Well, a time will tell. T- today, voice cloning in 50 years, who knows? And, like, you know, they were talking about rep- the replicator stuff? Yeah. You know, it's funny that they mentioned that because there's a, sh- a TV series that I-, I watched called Stargate. Oh, yeah, Stargate. I've heard of it. They had, in the outer space, they came across this planet that was called the Replicator Planet. It was like little nanonites, nanotechnology. Yeah. You eliminate one and they would self-replicate 30, 40 more. Ooh. And, and eventually what was going to happen is we were going to create drones that are self-replicating. Mm. And, and then once that gets out of hand, how are you going to control that? 
That's, yeah, oh god. That's terrifying. And then you get into nano, nanotechnology, and they become self-replicating, then what? Yeah. You got, and nanites running, the, running all over the world, replicating what? weapons, replicating drones. You're going to be overrun with that stuff. That's terrifying. And now I get that that's futuristic stuff, but it's on the horizon. Yeah, it's on the horizon. It's coming. Yeah. Recording duration. Pro recording it's duration. Coming. 48 minutes, 34 seconds. Well, all right, all right. Um, AI is definitely scary, I think. It, it is. And yeah. I guess, you know, for older generations like me that are not used to all this technology you know, now yeah the technology don't like that the way the things are headed i guess really it's going to be unavoidable yeah 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 it is unavoidable sadly yeah now the one thing that i will not trust anytime soon will be ai assisted surgeons no there's gonna have to be a surgeon in there with your hands in the in the certain in the mix. Yeah, that would be scary. They already there's some hospitals that already have AI assisted uh, uh, laboratory stuff, AI assisted pharmaceutical stuff. It's getting scary on on what is there in the hospitals that people don't know about. Mm -hmm. Because even yeah. you, you, you go to the local oh. VA. They already have robots delivering medications, mm -hmm. surgical tools, okay. linens. Like it's it? all mm -hmm. done by robot now. Right. So, the thing about that, people. Yeah, I I could see that happening. You got AI delivering pizzas, at incredible pizza. Really? You have you have uh you have AI delivering uh, Amazon packages now. Whoa. So they're AI, they're AI robots. That's terrifying. Yep. Pretty soon Walmart, Walmart, Walmart is experimenting with uh, big old aerial drone, AI assisted aerial drones to drop off packages from the air. So. Huh. Wow. Getting there. That's insane. It is. Well, I guess we'll see where this goes. Well, all right, man. Um, I think that's it for today. We are 48 minutes in. Actually, 50 minutes now. So, I think that'll be it. Autumn's way over there cooking break breakfast for us. Thank you for breakfast, Autumn. Yeah. Um, toast and jam, toast with jam and, and, and butter. You can't go wrong, right, Ben? No, you can't screw that up. Nope, you can't go wrong with that. Sounds good. It is good. I've already tried it. Mm. Uh, now I'm making you hungry. Nope, I got work to do. I got a lot of work to do over here, so oh. I'm good. I hear ya. <laughs> All right. All right, guys. Well, we'll be back on Wednesday for more shenanigans. It's been so much fun hanging with you guys. And we will see you. Wednesday. Catch on the flip side. Bye. Autumn says bye too, right, Autumn? Yeah. Okay. She's Sorry, a, I'm busy. She's busy. <laughs> See you guys bye. Wednesday. Bye.